Hey beauties, welcome to the Clean Beauty Podcast. Did you know that unlike most everything else in America, cosmetics are not regulated? This means that corporations can use thousands of potentially harmful ingredients that I personally know can cause health problems. I'm your host, Cassandra McClure. I've been in the beauty business for over 10 years as a celebrity makeup artist that advocates for safer and more sustainable cosmetics. Join me each week for important news, exclusive interviews, and more on the clean beauty revolution. This episode is proudly sponsored by LashFinder.com, a patent-pending tool that I developed to be the quickest, easiest, and safest way to apply lashes on yourself and clients. If you've ever tried applying lashes, you either use your fingers, which is pretty hard to master, a pair of tweezers, which can be super scary, or you were lucky enough to have a friend like me help you. Those days are long gone with Lash Binder, an applicator that'll have you looking fabulous in under a minute. Are you ready to say goodbye to expensive, damaging, and time-consuming lash extensions or hours spent in the mirror applying makeup? Don't you wish you could apply lashes easy and just go? Let your skin glow and your confidence skyrocket with the perfect pair of lashes applied with Lash Binder. Lash Binder is truly the lash tool you'll ever need. Be the first to get your hands on one today exclusively at LashBinder.com. Be sure to find us on Instagram at LashBinder, L-A-S-H-B-I-N-D-E-R. Links in the show notes. Happy lashing. Hello, all the beauties out in the world. Super excited for today's episode. I have a really fun topic. This is specifically for artists who provide a service, whether it's hair or makeup, could even be eyelash extensions or microblading, teeth whitening, or even spray tanning. Because when we provide a service, usually we ask the customer to prep in some way. So you can call it a beauty timeline, you can call it a prep guide, but I have a clean beauty timeline that I like my clients to follow. And I expect that they follow that, you know? So I'm going to dive into kind of what I have created and also share a free download for you to kind of get the ball rolling so you don't have to write up your own. But you can always take notes and do one yourself as well. So first and foremost, I need to just give you some background on how all of this came about. After several years of being a makeup artist, I started to see patterns with my clients. And a lot of times they were a little annoying because these brides and mothers of the brides and bridesmaids would ask me the same exact thing. Should I wash my hair? Does my hair have to be wet or dry the night before or the morning of? Should I do this? Should I do that? My friend said that she did this. And so I'll get all these late night texts the night before their meeting and sometimes the morning of asking how they should be prepping these areas of their bodies whether it's with a spray tan or a lotion or a exfoliant. And it would sort of 
get a little annoying. So I started to think, okay, how can I create a better system for these poor women who just don't know, because most of the time, these brides, they've never gotten married before. They don't know what to do. They have six or seven bridesmaids telling them different things and they don't know what to do. And everyone has their, we all know as women, we have our own way of doing things. We have, a, we think that the way we did it is the way that it goes. And so this bride is just stuck thinking, okay, you know, trying to take advice from her mom, her best friend and everybody else. And so I was like, you know what, let me give her a nice timeline so that she can do things on her own terms, but also won't be calling and, and bugging me and give her peace of mind. So she knows what to look forward to, what to look out for, what to avoid, things like that. So I decided um, to create a guide. And once I started creating it, it kind of like just took off. I was like, okay, I can start as early as like a year before. If you think about it, um, a lot of women, you know, have issues with their eyebrows. Everyone wants really full brows. They're super in right now. So one of the first things on my beauty prep timeline is microblading um, and advising them that, that it is a service. It's something that they can get. We have artists that we can recommend and so on. And it really is kind of that first thing that they could be looking for along with uh getting onto a regimen for their their body like going to the gym uh health and fitness kind of like getting their body in shape a lot of them want to lose weight or maintain the weight that they're at and so um i kind of started with that the second thing is, and this could be three months prior or or more. So you can kind of, uh, my beauty timeline, I have two and then they start three, two and one month prior. And then it kind of gets down to the nitty gritty. Um, there can also be acupuncture. Uh, we can recommend different uh, natural natural extensions, human hair extensions with either clips, braiding, uh, glue, or my favorite, which are the halo crowns. Uh, because let's face it, one of those big things that brides want is a lot of uh, hair. They want big volume, longer, thicker you know, for all those amazing photos that they're going to be having taken. And so I recommend uh, hidden halo crowns and we get them fitted and sized and uh, get them color matched and it potentially even dyed to match their hair for um, those months leading up into the wedding. And those are, that's an, another important thing to have, uh, to mention right in the very beginning as well, because they also have engagement photos. They have a bachelor party, bachelorette, um, and a bridal shower. So it's other ways that they can prep. Also letting them know what a lash lift is, you know, that it exists, that it's a natural way to lift their lashes, that it's not you know, invasive. It doesn't take a long time. Um, uh, and then we got eyelash extensions, letting them know, you know, like two months prior, or even like I said, a year, letting them know, like, if you want to try this, this would be a great time to do that. Here are some places that you can go. And, you know, that's a great way to integrate your referral codes. And, 
what that really means is, okay, you have your friend, Sue, who works down the street, who does extensions. If you tell the client that she gets 10% off when mentioning your name, she now knows that you sent her the client and now you either get a kickback from that artist or maybe you get a free fill the next time you go in. Whatever you work out with other uh, companies, whether they're um, individual people with their own businesses or a salon, whether that, you know, the bride's going in to get a color cut, whatever, you know, um, just something to think about. And then if you're recommending things like actual services or, um, sorry, products, then, you know, you can also link in codes for that. And I have those in my guide as well. Prior sleeping well each night, you know, not skimping on water, doubling up on water intake. And I know that that sounds really basic, but when a bride is like stressing about her wedding, it kind of gives her this reassurance to go back to basics, take care of herself. Um, and I know she's putting everything else first, whether it's the cake and flowers and all these things and everyone else's hotel accommodations and things, but, um, to really wash, cleanse, tone, moisturize her face, making sure that she's using a skincare system that's great for her, um, that you recommended and make sure there's links in there for that and sleeping with a satin pillowcase. Um, it feels amazing. Maybe it does wonders for her hair, maybe not, but at least it'll feel amazing. She could take it with her on her travels, um, upping her exercise routine for the little last minute toning, um, what not to do, cut or color her hair. We recommend that we, that she doesn't do that up to two weeks before because that could lead to disaster and lots of tears, um, treating herself to a facial, you know, six to 10 days before, um, figuring out not going for something she's never done before, but going to her normal person or getting like a, you know, a mini facial, staying out of the sun, wearing SPF, using a clean sunscreen. If she's out in the water, in the bays, uh, in the oceans, making sure that it is, um, is good for the environment, uh, chemical peels, microblasion, microdermabrasion, laser treatments and injections are all things to avoid. We want to make sure that the bride isn't going and getting a last minute fill in her lip right before, because then we have to worry about bruising and other things. And it's just safe to leave all of the peels and harsh chemical uh, treatments and things for months before or after the wedding. And then five days before beginning a daily exfoliation regimen, getting something that can slough off the dead skin, uh, clear blemishes, and recommending an exfoliator just for her. Maybe sending her a a little gift pack in the mail with a few sample of products that she could use that you know she might like or might need a refill on. If you are her esthetician or a cosmetologist, you should know these things about your bride. You should be prepping her in the right ways, maybe sending her something special, whether it's take a bath or, you know, um, treat herself. If she loves chocolate, send her something like that with a nice card telling her you're so excited. And then 
also in the timeline, letting her know to amp up her vitamins, scheduling her eyebrow and bikini wax only if she goes regularly. And then if she wants a golden glow and she's already had an airbrush tan before, she needs to go try to go with an organic sunless tan and getting that done two to three days prior so the color isn't going to stain her white dress. And then wash and blow dry her hair depending on what hairstyle she is doing she should be washing her hair prior. And then two days before her event, getting her final mani and pedi, making sure that that is nice and perfect. I recommend definitely doing a gel polish over so that it lasts through the honeymoon. Basically, the last kind of few things are things that she should have with her, but honestly, the bridesmaid, her maid of honor or mother should have these um, to take some stress off of the bride, but it's an emergency kit. And a lot of, um, nowadays, a lot of bridal um, wedding planners have this, but they might not be around, they might run out of something, so it's good to have a backup. And a couple of those things are safety pins, double-sided sticky tape, a sewing kit, a pair of scissors, a bleach pen, bobby pins, hairspray, blotting papers, mints, razors, deodorants, band-aids, small pack of tissues, clear nail polish, an emery board, nail clipper, uh, makeup remover, uh, stainless steel or paper straws, a diva cup or tampon, anything else you might need. And, you know, it's just good to be prepared. If there's oily hair, you know, dry shampoo, um, think of things that you usually have, you know, don't forget your uh, eye contact lens case and solution, little things like that, maybe a couple extra quarters, maybe you're getting married downtown and you need some money for a meter or some tip money for some of the people bringing in bags and luggage. Um, just little things that you might not think of before, try to walk yourself through a bride's day and add in those things for her so that you are her saving grace. If you know she's getting married in Bermuda and she's getting married on an island, think of things that, you know, might be of comfort that she might not be able to get on the island. I know for me, I just went and I brought my own shower cap and I brought my own, um, my own tea. They, I have a special tea that I love to drink in the morning. And like, if you know that about your bride or your, or the mother or anyone in the bridal party, like bring those extra goodies for them. Maybe there's, like I said, like chocolates or something. Um, and then the, the day of is kind of the really, the one that we get a lot of questions about. They, they usually aren't contacting you two months before asking you how they should sleep, but one thing that I do get a lot, and I have heard from a lot of other artists that's a little frustrating is getting those like late night calls, like, should I take a shower right now? Which is kind of funny, but if it happens, you know, three times a week, you're kind of like, oh gosh. So this depends again on your bride, but you will send this out after the preview. Once you know how you're styling her hair, if you're doing a blowout, clearly you don't need to tell her to wash her hair any certain way, but she should be using a nice cleansing balm, prepping her face if she can. So every moment counts on the day of the wedding. We all know it flies by. So as an artist, I like to tell them to use this under eye cream, 
use an exfoliant or a lip conditioner. So when I get there, their face is prepped and ready for makeup. This especially for the bridesmaids, because we don't have time to do a full skin prep on each bridesmaid. Saving five minutes per person adds up when you have 10 people. And so that's why it's important to send these guides out. Letting them know little things that they might not think about, like bride might be thinking about her figure so she might not eat something but telling her to start with a light healthy breakfast to incorporate whole grains protein fruit to provide sufficient energy so that she doesn't pass out we want her to to remember every moment so letting them know uh, i mean most of the time our brides are drinking champagne right or grape juice or whatever but uh making sure that they're not drinking dark colored wine or eating dark colored foods like berries um because we're trying to avoid those stained teeth making sure they're not sitting around in their bra because those indents especially with all the backless and and shoulder strapless dresses and tops that they're wearing um it'll just look bad in those first initial photos especially the getting ready photos and if a bride or bridesmaids are wearing their hair up and they don't wear it up often take an excedrin with their meal okay a lot of people don't think about that but it is good so that they don't have a headache later on allow time to shower I don't know why or how, but a lot of times we arrive to a venue at eight o'clock because that's when we're scheduled to get there. And then the bride hops in the shower. It happens all the time. But with the beauty prep timeline, they definitely, we tell them that that needs to happen before we arrive. And we make sure that that's in bold because we don't want to be stressed for time. And they know if they wake up late and they answer the door as we get there, that it is not our fault and now they're already stressed out so they want to make sure to turn on their alarm clock and do that before and also to allow time to have a moment of silence they need to be in this zen mode to start their day if a bride isn't hell will freeze over it is it's just not fun for anyone and it's her day she should have that moment whether she needs to kick everyone out of a room or she has to a prayer with her mother or whatever it is she should have moments to herself and then I always recommend spritzing a rose water mist kind of like giving herself a little you know whatever regimen whatever you know things she needs to do, whether it's drink a cup of coffee or have some tea or, you know, whatever she should, she should be preparing for that. And then I always let everyone in the bridal parties know to that we're, we try to stay as sustainable as possible. And we use as less, uh, less amount of plastic as possible. So to, to decrease our plastic waste, we use disposable wands um, but we, we try not to use them though. I mean, we do have to, uh, to stay sanitary, but when they bring their own mascara, uh, wands, which everyone has mascara, they bring their own, we use their mascara. Yes. Sometimes we know everyone cries, so we have to have special waterproof, but if they aren't going to cry or they have their own waterproof mascara, it's better than us using a disposable same thing for a beauty blender. If you have a sponge, we always recommend that they bring theirs, but we do provide for our luxury packages. They're a new beauty blender for them. So it depends on the bride and her bridal party. And then lipstick and gloss. Most bridesmaids, I don't know what, what happens with weddings, but 
it's really hard for me to put myself in those shoes because I bring lip gloss with me literally everywhere. But if you ask a bridesmaid, usually like, do you have lipstick for later? They all look at each other and say no. And so I don't know why, but this is why I've incorporated um, lipstick or gloss because they think that if they have, for some reason, I think that they think when they have their makeup professionally done, the lipstick lasts longer or something after they eat, but that's not true. The our lipstick lasts just as long as when you apply lipstick. Um, we just might apply it a little straighter. But after eating and drinking, I mean, you're eating and drinking all morning. You're having pastries. You're drinking coffee. You're having mimosas. You're taking pictures. You're like kissing each other. It's like, no, okay, you have to have a lipstick or lip gloss. We're not going to use a thousand spoolies to touch you up every single time you decide to have a smoke or do whatever you're doing. Um, and then touch-up powders or blotting papers. Again, we include these with a little gift bag um, of goodies for each bridesmaid when they have a luxury package. But if they don't, they should think about the bride can purchase them from you. She could pre-purchase like blotting papers, extra lipstick. She can purchase them for the bridesmaids or she we, we send this out and they all bring their own or they bring their own tissues, maybe tissues for crying and then blotting papers for whoever gets oily. Um, and then one person kind of designated with like a little, um, either one of the guys hold it or one of the girls has like a little mini purse or, you know, an insert that goes into their dress that they can fit like emergency, a couple emergency things like a lip gloss, a couple blotting papers and a few tissues, uh, which most people can fit into their dress uh, pretty easily. And there's lots of different things nowadays where there's like little pockets and things like that, that you can kind of uh, incorporate. So that's pretty much what's incorporated into the prep guide and how it helps in so many ways. We get so many thank yous for after sending this out to brides who, you know, we, we might not even know when these are used. I think that they're, they're used way before the wedding. This is just such a great thing to have. Um, and it gives them a lot of information and now they're going to look to you. And if there's other questions that they ask or something that like, maybe you forgot, I'm always adding to this list, like my master file and then sending it out to new brides or new clients, whether they have events or whatever. Um, but that pretty much wraps up the, the guide for, uh, beauty prepping. And I hope that helped. And, make sure that you go on to our iTunes to leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. And I'd love to start reading some amazing reviews from all of you beauties out there. So, all right. So that's it for this week's episode on the clean beauty podcast. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to head over to iTunes to review rate and subscribe to the channel until next week. Stay beautiful.